Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Warning. Hey, everyone. I'm so glad you stopped by to listen to tonight's show, which is Bad Boys of Rock. We just can't seem to resist that sly smile, dark and sexy confidence of a bad boy. You know what we're talking about? That smoky, devil-may-care vibe of a James Dean. Cigarette hanging from the corner of their smirk. Eyes at cinder. Why, oh why, we know they're nothing but trouble. Now tonight we're going to have some fun talking about bad boys of rock. And there are so many, I had to pick and choose a handful. But it's still going to be a really fun show. So sit back, turn down the lights, get naked. Because that's fun and what the fuck? Why not? Grab a glass of something to prime you up and get ready for some bad boy action because tonight I can't get no here on Pacific Northwest Radio. Now here for all of the youngsters of the country in Canada are...
Come out. Please. Quiet. No, no. Quiet down. Quiet. They'll be back in the second part of the show. Please. Quiet down. <laughs> Hello, you sexy people. Lyric here, and you're listening to Slippin' in the Fray, Bad Boys of Rock, tonight on Pacific Northwest Radio. Hey, Fingers. Hey. How's it going? Good. Good. Now, tonight's show is sponsored by Taboo Naughty But Nice Show, which is February 3 to 5, and we're going to be there, won't we, Fingers? Yes. With our Pacific Northwest Radio booth, and we'll be streaming live from the show. And I just heard that you are going to be there in your underwear. Is that true? Yeah, there's been so much popular demand that they sent me a contract and want me in my underwear. So nice. I'm well, be doing that. <laughs> you've got a hot bod, so I'm gonna be broadcasting all the tunes, mm-hmm. having you and your friends on the air, yeah. and streaming the video and. It's going to be great. Now, that's worth a trip at least over to visit us at our booth. You've got to come. If you're at the show, come and say hi. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit more about it later in the evening, uh, just to let you know that there will be a spanking chair there, though. Spank, spank. You know, we just had a really wicked show at Studio Records on Saturday night, my band had. Thank you, Fingers, for coming out to that. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was a great night, yeah. Sounded good. Thank you. Um, You know, I think there were some bad boys there in the crowd besides my bandmates and you. I saw a couple bad boys there. Yeah, I saw some too. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Interesting. Studded belts and studded belts. 80s hair. And 80s I think hair. They were probably up to no good. They were up to no good. <laughs> For sure they were. And, you know, I thought it would be fitting to start the night out with satisfaction from the Stones because, like he said, I can't get no. And as bad as you want a bad boy to give you some, it's more likely that you're going to be frustrated more than satisfied. Now, when I say bad boys, what does that bring up for you when I say those words? So, sex and drugs, rebellion, take no prisoner attitude, maybe somebody wearing a black leather jacket, five o'clock shadow. What do you think when you hear bad boys? I always first think of Motley Crue. And you know what? It's perfect because I am going to talk about them on the show. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. They even get introduced as that, as like the bad boys of rock and roll. They are bad boys, and, and I've got some stories later on. So, um, And plenty of bands have tried to fit into that stereotype of the bad boy image as if it makes things easier to market, and it does, actually, because remember that the music industry is really only about half about the music. The marketing wheel spins around trying to get the band noticed. Any publicity is good publicity, right? And who wants a nice boy singing badass rock songs? It just does not work. So let's chat about the Stones for a little bit. As far as the story goes, the band's manager, Andrew Lou Goldham, who worked to promote the Beatles, also realized the potential, the windfall that could be reaped from changing the image from the nice boy of the Beatles to something more shaggier, more attention-seeking. So the boys ditched the boy band-esque outfits and threw caution into the wind, accepting the bad boy image, and it actually stuck with them for the rest of their lives. In keeping with that bad boy image, Mick was always very vague when discussing lyrical content for songs and especially for satisfaction. And people began making assumptions that the track was about everything from masturbation to a woman's menstrual cycle. In interviews, he would dodge the question saying that all the song was about was all kinds of dissatisfaction, which only added fuel to the fire. Now, Mick's lips were swiftly rivaled to Elvis's hips. That's kind of hard to say, (laughs) but it's so true. Those big lips of his, oh my. 
And then there's that incident on Ed Sullivan where he was asked to sing, let's spend the night together. And they wanted him to say, let's spend some time together. And you know, Mick being the bad boy that he is, he actually managed to slip those words, the real words, partway through the song. Now, biographer Chris Anderson said that the Rolling Stones frontman, Mick Jagger, has had sex with over 4,000 women. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And one of them, which was Angelina Jolie during his career. And that's just a low estimate. Now, who was it that said, I guess it was the Kiss, um, Gene Simmons said 5,000 women? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. I mean, we won't even begin to talk about Gene Simmons because um, I saw his sex tape video. (laughs) Just throwing that out right now. He doesn't have a very big buddy down there. Oh, he's got something out that people can see like that? Some girl, I think it was a Swiss actress, fucked him in his hotel room and she filmed it. And all it is is him basically licking his fingers, getting her wet, and sticking his short little dick inside her for about like uh, five or six pumps. I think that's all it took. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, anyways, back to Jagger. So, So he's known for being a notorious sexual icon bad boy. And um, he's said to have conquered women like Carla Bruni, Angelina Jolie, Uma Thurman, and Farrah Fawcett. And that's just 1% of the women Anderson said that he had sex with since his rise to fame in the 60s. And he also slept with David Bowie. And Mick himself said at one point, everybody is basically bisexual. Now, what do you think about that, Fingers? Do you think everybody's bisexual? Don't think so, no. Mm. Okay, well, I do. <laughs> I think everybody has got a little bit of, you know, bisexuality in them, at least by curiousness. Jagger, the notorious serial heartbreaker, made no bones about living up to that reputation. Overdoses, broken hearts, divorce, being arrested, drug charges. Yes, a very bad boy indeed. Now, he's 73 now, and he's a dad again. Did you know that? He's a papa. No. A new kid. Yeah, I think he's got eight children or something. And his wife is 29. So there's, you know, about, what is that? Like, that's crazy. I I couldn't imagine with somebody that much older than I am. Um, But anyways, women still love this bad boy. I have a friend that would sleep with him even today. Even though he's 73, she would still get it on with Mick. Um, He's never been my cup of tea, but like I said, those big lips of his, it might be fun to wrap around my pussy. And then maybe I would call him Dr. Feelgood on Pacific Northwest Radio.
Warning, explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, we're back. I'm Lyric and Fingers is here. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Um, so tonight's show is Bad Boys of Rock. And Motley Crue may be coming to an end. And I know to our listeners that love 80s music, I'm sorry. But you know, the band actually will never truly die. Now, in its 80s heyday, the outrageous glam metal group of frontman Vince Neil, bassist Nikki Sixx, drummer Tommy Lee, and guitarist Mick Mars made its place in rock history as one of the most notoriously hedonistic bands that ever lived and their insatiable lifestyles of booze, drugs, and girls was celebrated by fans. Soaked in excess and debauchery, Motley Crue's The Dirt, which was co-authored by New York Times writer Neil Strauss, is a high-profile tell-all book and its candid tales of porn stars, overdoses, and glam metal makes the sex, drugs, and rock and roll memories of other bands seem almost as sweet and innocent as that book by Britney Spears and her mother. To sum up these bad boys, Vince Neil wrote in the last chapter of the book, what everybody always loved Motley Crue for was being a fucking decadent band, for being able to walk in a room and inhale all the alcohol, girls, pills, and trouble in sight. I suppose a happy ending would be to say that we've never learned our lesson and that it's wrong, but fuck that. (laughs) I love that. Now, Maxim Magazine wrote an article devoted to the bad boy and why we love them so much. And thanks to science, we now know exactly why we love bad boys. You can thank evolution partly. There was a study conducted at the Hospital Clinic of Barcelona, and it analyzed data from about a thousand men and women with a broad spectrum of pathological personality traits. Participants were asked about their lifetime number of mates and children, job level and income. The results revealed that both male and females who were pathologically reckless and impulsive attracted more lovers than people with average personalities. Even traits we think of as undesirable, like being neurotic or impulsive, tend to service in highly successful men and women, suggesting that such traits are not being weeded out by natural selection and actually may confer an evolutionary advantage. Now, I talked about Motley Crue, but Nikki Six was one fucking bad boy that has an album called Heroin Diaries that's got some really cool tunes on it. So let's continue on with the debauchery and know that accidents can happen here on Pacific Northwest Radio. Don't give up, it takes a while. I have seen this look before, and it's alright. You're not alone If you don't love this anymore I hear that you slipped again I'm here cause I know Everything 
Such a beautiful song. Lyric here and fingers. Yeah. And you're listening to Slipping in the Fray, Bad Boys Down in Pacific Northwest Radio. And tonight's show is sponsored by Taboo Naughty, but nice show, which is February 3 to 5. And we'll be streaming live from the show. And um, we're going to have some special guests. I think Stone from my band Head's going to be there. And Dr. D and Fifi are going to be coming down too. So that'll be fun. Nice. It's going to be quite the party. Just want to tell you a little bit about the show too. So it's um, it's all weekend long. You can go on the website and actually get the, the times and stuff. Um, and it's, they say this is the their, their elevator pitch. So everything from your heart's desires to inconceivable delights. The Taboo Naughty But Nice show provides an upscale adult playground dedicated to enhancing lifestyles, encouraging romance, personal betterment, and all things taboo. And they want you to enjoy the all-new entertainment, provocative seminars, unique shopping, and live demonstrations. So the fun things that are there, there's there's a dungeon, there's a We Vibe seminar, there's the Desire Seminar Theater, Lifestyle Lounge, and that's where the swingers go and hang out. Nice. I know. All women lube wrestling and lingerie, pillow fighting, which is going to be good. Um, Miss Pole Dance Competition, Got Ass Competition, which you think you're going to win. I'm probably going to win that, but okay. I better get to the gym quickly. <laughs> well, you'll have your underwear on, so people will be able to see Ross. So that's that's you know a step in the right direction. You don't have to strip down at least. You can just get up there and do your thing. Right. <sighs> So there and tons of more stuff. So please check it out on their website. And the place is licensed too. You can roam the whole floor with alcohol. You can walk around with booze and sex and booze together. Oh my god! Yeah, that's just and a our, recipe for. And our table too. And our table. Oh my god! Come and drink with us, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I know fingers is gonna be drinking. Call an ambulance. Call an ambulance. Oh, my God. It's so dangerous at our table. Um, and we're going to have our spanking chair. We had uh, mentioned that earlier on the show. So make sure, come down, and we're going to tell you what a naughty boy and girl you've been. And we're going to spank you. Yeah. And uh, you're going to spank too, right? Are you a spanker or a spanky? I'm a stamper. You're a, oh, he's a stamper. He's going to stamp women's breasts and uh, guys' penises. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I know. And it's only 20 bucks cash at the door. You, but you can get uh, tickets online $15 ahead of time if you want to save a little bit of money. So anyways, taboshow.com. Check it out. Now, when thinking about Canada and people of rock, you know, bad boys of rock that I would consider a bad boy, I actually found this quite humorous. So going back to Nikki Six for a few minutes, if you haven't read The Heroin Diaries, I would highly suggest it. Um, it's a telltale all book written by Six. In considerable detail, the diaries chronicle the recording of Motley Crue's Girls, Girls, Girls album and the subsequent tour, which ended with Six's near-death experience from a heroin overdose, and that was in the late uh, 1987. So it's a crazy book. The album's amazing, so check it out. Now, so thinking about Canada and who do we have as a bad boy? So Justin Bieber. And don't worry, I'm not going to play any of his music, but talk about the marketing wheel again. He was way too clean cut. And the girls that were kind of um, in his age group at the time, they've all moved on to kind of, you know, looking for the next thing. So it was time to shake the tree a little bit. And so he did some stuff. He pissed in a bucket at a restaurant. And oddly enough, hell-raising Motley Crue stars Nikki Six and Vince Neil mocked Justin Bieber's bad boy antics, insisting his efforts to toughen up his image are lame. <laughs> so 
Bieber had been caught up in various legal issues in recent months, and he had agreed to undergo anger management therapy following a DUI arrest in Miami, Florida, and he pleaded no contest of vandalism for throwing eggs at a neighbor's home in California, and is still facing prosecution in Canada over claims he attacked a limo driver in December. However, Six and Neil have advised Bieber to step up his hell-raising if he really wants a bad boy image. No kidding, Six tells Q Magazine, let's give him a little bit of credit. He started with the eggs, which was a little weak, kind of a poor start. And then he got arrested in Miami for drag racing. That was kind of cool. He was under the influence. And then he got arrested in Toronto and turns himself in. So he's getting better, but he still has work to do. So Justin, if you're listening, I think you should start doing some crazy shit. Like, I don't know, throw a TV out of a window, um, fuck a girl on the hood of your car outside of your hotel. Come to Pacific Northwest Radio and throw an egg at a bus. (laughs) You can do that because that's what you do, fingers. (laughs) Oh, my God. And, you know, they went on to say, you know, maybe he should get in a cop at the fight or something. Um, And then they said the next thing he'll get arrested for is toilet papering a house. (laughs) Poor Justin. Now, let's go back to Maxim again just for a little bit, shall we? So the article that I started reading about, um, it's not just about finding the right partner. Women like bad boys because they're downright fascinating. And while pathological men are selfish, rule-breaking, and rebellious, they're also brave, independent, and self-reliant. And they live frantic, galvanizing lives, uh, Guitera says. This is the, the person who wrote this article. Bad boys are fun and nice guys just can't offer women any thrills that their dominant leather jacket wearing counterparts can. And this research actually applies to both men and women. All right, so now you were talking about the eggs on the bus just a second ago, and I know that's something that you were semi-ranting about to us off air last time, but now it is time for Fingers Rant of the Week! I don't have much again. Okay, that's okay. You're, You're good at rolling. But on a positive note, <laughs> have you seen that they're setting up the Cavalia tents again? Is that for the horsies? Yeah. Have you seen that? I've seen it. Yes. Okay. I haven't seen the show, but I've seen this setup. Oh, you should probably go to the have show. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have. Is it good? Yeah. Maybe they can be a sponsor. Well, it was, um, it's quite a, an event because you get fed like a brunch, then you go and watch the show and then you come back and eat some dessert and then you go back and watch the show it's like pretty high quality okay how much your tickets i don't know you don't know someone bought me one oh but i'd recommend going on a positive note that's good but what's really shitty is things that don't belong in places i go to the grocery store like we go there a lot yeah (laughs) every episode's a grocery store (laughs) gotta eat problem and you go to the checkout and they are wrapping somebody's flowers while you're waiting Mm-hmm. Don't wrap flowers at the checkout. That doesn't Why do belong. Why do that? And in a grocery store, I don't need flowers, and they don't need them taking up the time wrapping flowers. This really makes me angry. I know. I don't know why they... they it, don't they have a little, fl- like, a flower booth? Well, they should get one. They, well, maybe we should talk to them. They don't even like, like us anymore, because like, we they, always cut them down. They take off and go and wrap flowers, and they don't even know how to wrap flowers, so they got to learn. Oh. It takes forever for them to wrap it, too. Especially the guys, they're like trying to bend the paper and the tape and or they're just occupied trying to call somebody to do it and they're spending all this time calling somebody to do it that's not coming (laughs) 
Jesus. I know. And Starbucks is similarly bad. I go for a quick coffee and you got to wait for them to freaking cook somebody a dinner. I know. They take off from the till and they're into the fridge and they're unwrapping the plastic. Making an omelette. Putting it into some wax paper and then putting it into the oven and then setting it. And <laughs> This would blow your mind today. I went for a, a grilled cheese sandwich with salami and they put it in those, whatever those things the are mushers, called. The mushers, the panini yeah. thing yeah. or whatever. Well, I ordered that, and then the girl takes off from the till and goes and makes it, and there's other orders coming in, and she's not multitasking. She's just watching my sandwich cook on the panini thing for about five minutes while there's orders piling up. Oh, my God. She just sat and watched it, like, wow, you should be getting everything ready for everybody else. For not, everybody else. I couldn't believe it, like, one thing at a time. Was she stoned? Fuck. <laughs> Must have been. Or she was tripping out, man. Is this what they're teaching the kids in school nowadays? Come off it. They don't teach them anything in school anymore. This is brutal. Sorry, that's it. That's it. Okay, here we it's go. Bullshit. So, yeah. Fingers, here's a question for you. Are you a backdoor man? Here on Pacific Northwest Radio. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> backdoor man. Yeah. 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 Oh.
Warning, explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. So, when we just went to that song, I said to you, Fingers, are you a backdoor man? And? Yeah. All right, that's good to know. So, we're here. It's me and Fingers. Um, and tonight, we're talking about bad boys of rock. Um, you know... I hope I know what that means. I'm saying yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> backdoor man. Ooh, yeah. I'm a backdoor man. Yeah. The little girls understand. now fingers I think deep down inside of you there's a very very bad boy that you let out once in a while so ladies if you're looking for trouble why don't you come and find it at our booth at the Taboo Naughty But Nice show February 3 to 5 they are actually a sponsor of our show tonight and we're very excited to be on site with them so maybe you'll find some hot chica down there well I think I'm pretty bad like I played rock and roll as a kid and I did crazy things too like yeah I brought gunpowder <laughs> <laughs> you brought gunpowder into like house parties and I blew off pyro homemade pyrotechnics in people's houses <laughs> oh my god really <laughs> that's, that's fucking crazy that's bad you are a bad boy hmm okay so uh Fingers is going to be in his underwear all weekend long, and we will be streaming live, plus our spanking chair. So come, let us spank you. Basically, I'm looking for an underwear sponsor, because I need some new underwear. (laughs) You need some new underwear. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going to, if anybody out there is listening that has anything to do with underwear, please, please be a sponsor. We need to, uh, we need to help Fingers hold his, um, uh, twig and berries. (laughs) We have to protect them, especially in this cold weather. You don't want to be walking around without any gonch on. I'm just worried now that everybody's going to laugh at me like they laugh at Gene Simmons. (laughs) Are you going to actually be naked? No. No. You can put a cucumber in your underwear if you want to. (laughs) Just slide one of those big salamis things in there. Oh, my God. Okay, so Jim Morrison, poet, rock god, and one of music's most controversial stars, paved the path and set the bar really high for future rock stars. Rock's bad boy was, once upon a time, a very reserved performer who actually sang with his back to the crowd. I guess he was so nervous, right? And if you've seen any of those pictures of him, oh, my God, with his leather pants on and no shirt, yum, right? And my favorite quote by Morrison is, you'll feel your strength in the experience of pain. And that he did. Morrison became the first ever rock artist to be arrested while performing on stage. So in 67, Morrison was found by a police officer with a girl in a shower stall just before his performance at the New Haven Arena in New Haven, Connecticut. The officer told Morrison to beat it, to which Morrison yelled, eat it. (laughs) Morrison was maced by the cop, and the show was delayed while Morrison recovered. Later, halfway through the set, Morrison decided to recount the story to the audience, and his version was laden with obscenities, and it actually belittled the New Haven police, and Morrison was promptly arrested and taken to the local police station where he was booked on charges of indecency and public obscenity. I say. And then in September in 63 in Tallahassee, Florida, Morrison was charged with petty larceny, disturbing the peace, resisting arrest, and public drunkenness at a football game. And then in January in 68, at the Pussycat Go in Las Vegas, Morrison was charged with public drunkenness and vagrancy. 
And then in November 69, which is my favorite number, by the way, Phoenix, Arizona, Morrison was booked into a city jail for drunk and disorderly conduct and for interfering with flight crew and attendance on a flight. Maybe he was trying to get that Mile High Club thing going. Maybe. Maybe. And then on the Ed Sullivan Show, we've talked about Ed actually twice in this show tonight. So he was told not to sing, girl, we couldn't get much higher, and instead sing, girl, we couldn't get much better. Really, Ed, that's all you could come up with? I would have at least said finer, you know, to Rye. Girl, we couldn't get much better. So Jim, because he's a badass, he didn't comply. And he actually got banned from ever doing the show ever again. And they, I think they had like six other shows that they were supposed to do. And, and he was basically saying, well, what? We just did the show. Who cares? <laughs> and lastly, and this may seem like a really bizarre story, but it makes him so much more of a badass. So his, um, one of his brushes with the law took place after a road trip with a couple of classmates went crazy. And one of them, his name was Phil Olino, became separated from the other two. And so upon returning, Morrison boasted about killing him and burying him in the desert. <laughs> That's nuts, eh? Jesus. I know, crazy. So it's time to read some emails. Yay. Yay. Finally. Yay. <laughs> so last week, we started the contest for places to fuck outside of the bedroom for tickets to Taboo Naughty But Nice Show. And we had two winners, Rocco and Sam, wrote in to tell me about a favorite sexual experience they had out of the bedroom. That was the question. And so Sam was really quick to the point and wrote in to me and said, back of a 15-passenger work van on the way to a job with co-workers in front of us. And she went on to say, hospital bed with someone in the next bed. Nice, Sam. You know what? Let's give Sam a call right now, and we are going to talk to her. Maybe she'll give us a little bit more inside scoop, but we want to let her know that she won tickets. Yeah. Hello? Hey, is this Sam? Yes. Sam, this is Lyric from Slip Into the Fray on Pacific Northwest Radio. How are you? Oh, hey, Lyric. How are you? Good. And Fingers is here, too. Fingers is here. Hey, how are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Good. All right. So, you know what? You wrote in to me to let me know about some hot sexual experiences that you had outside of the bedroom, and you won tickets to the Taboo Naughty But Nice show coming February 3 to 5. No no way, really? Yeah, you did. You won. I know. It's crazy. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I've never been before. I've always wanted to go, and I've never been. Well, I'm telling you, it's crazy. There's so much cool shit. We're going to have a booth there this year, and I'm going to have a spanking chair, so maybe you can come over, and Fingers is going to be in his underwear, and uh, he'll be giving you a spanking if you want, or I can spank you. Or I could spank you. <laughs> uh, there we go. Well, you know what? <laughs> I might take you up on that. You never know. <laughs> Wow, now, that's awesome. Just, um, I just actually read your email just uh, before we gave you a call. So, hospital bed with someone in the next bed, huh? Yep. That's pretty hot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and did they know? The person in the next bed? Yeah. Well, no, but... <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. So, they weren't watching. They weren't kind of like sneaking through the, the curtain or anything. <laughs> No, the curtain was half closed. Not all the way around, but it was uh, half closed. <laughs> nice. And the nurse didn't walk in? <laughs> no, we were lucky. <laughs> because that would have been kind of fun if the nurse walked in and joined in. <laughs> well, you know, you got to, you know, you got to pretend you're holding hands or something, right? <laughs> <laughs> now, also, the back of a 15-passenger van on the way to work yep. with co-workers yep. in front of you. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> well, that is fantastic. Thank you so much Good for sharing that. Cold day. <laughs> <laughs> you are wild. Well, you know. <laughs> right on. That's my moment. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all good. So make sure you keep listening. There's going to be other opportunities to win stuff on the program, you know, coming up in the next few months. And we really look forward to seeing you at the uh, Taboo Naughty But Nice show. Yeah, I just need a hot date now. Well, you never know who you'll find down there. You never know. <laughs> it's it's pretty erotic. There's all kinds of things going on. So come alone. It might I'm be better. Sure. Hey, yeah, you never know, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, thanks again, Sam, and uh, we'll get those tickets oh, out to you, you soon. Well, okay. No worries. Thank you. Have so a great much. night. Right. You okay, too. we'll talk to you Bye. soon. Bye. Bye. Well, that was fun talking to Sam. Nice. I was really, I was excited. She was uh, a big listener for the show, and she listens every week. And she seems excited. That's She's good. really excited. Oh, my God. She can't wait. And she's never been to the Taboo show before, so it's, it's perfect. So there you have it. As easy as that. I ask you a question. You write in and win two tickets to the Taboo Naughty But Nice show. So the question tonight is, who is your favorite all-time bad boy? And it can be a musician, an actor, or if you have a personal experience with one, write to me because you know I love to hear from you and I especially want to hear it. If it's a personal bad boy, I want to hear the story. I want to hear those dirty, dirty little stories from you guys. So it's lyric underscore J at shaw.ca. Now, if you're looking for a fling, bad boys are not the commitment type, which makes them the ideal choice for something short term bad boys are so exciting and adventurous. And according to research published journal of personality and social psychology back in 2012, women in the week of ovulation tend to become attracted to sexy, rebellious, and handsome men like George Clooney or James Bond. Um, it's kind of funny. Christina Durant, um, she's the researcher, and she said, under the hormonal influence of ovulation, women delude themselves into thinking that the sexy bad boy will become devoted partners and better dads. So when looking at the sexy guy through ovulation goggles, Mr. Wrong looked exactly like Mr. Right. So that means when the time is right, women literally can't help themselves around bad boys. Now, I've known a lot of bad boys throughout my life, and one thing I know for sure is that I won't be fooled again here on Pacific Northwest Radio.
Warning, explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, we're back. Slip into the fray tonight. And if you just tuned in, it's Bad Boys of Rock, sponsored by our friends at Taboo Naughty But Nice Show. Fuck, that weekend's going to change us forever, I think, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and we, it's going to be twisted. I feel like we need to get a semi-truck to take all our gear there and stuff. I know. It's going to be crazy. We're going to be streaming like, live. All your leather and stuff. The leather, and- the whips, the chains. Oh, my God. It's going to be insane. Semi truck. If anybody's got a semi truck, maybe we get a sponsor for the show. If anybody out there listening has a semi truck and you want to come to the show with us, I think white is our style. White is our style? Yeah. Everything's going to be white? Yeah. I need to buy some white leather. (laughs) Well, I think the truck will be white. Oh, the truck will be white. Okay. Okay. Because our colors are kind of white and black, anyways. So. Right. Now, I have to tell you, I've always been attracted to that bad boy attitude. Like I said at the beginning, it's that no give a fuck, do what you want thing. It's so fucked up, but it's so enticing. And we just played a song by The Who, and bad boy Keith Moon perfected the art of trashing hotel rooms, flushing M80s or dynamite down the toilets. He drove a Lincoln in the swimming pool of a Holiday Inn in Flint, Michigan. And in Montreal, the entire band and entourage was arrested after a spectacular smash of of the penthouse suite. Crazy shit, right? Now, talking about uh, Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant puts it, So much happened in such a short time. It was phenomenal. There were no breaks. We couldn't stop what was happening. We had no idea that it even was. The rumors, oh, the lovely rumors. Jimmy Page traveling with a suitcase full of whips. One time, apparently, he was naked, covered with whipped cream, and put on a room service table and wheeled into a room to be served up to a bunch of teenage girls. (laughs) The band actually attacked a female reporter from Life magazine, ripping her clothes until she was in tears and rescued by the band's manager. And then the famous story in 1969 at Seattle's Edgewater Inn in the notorious episode that has achieved mythic proportion. It was said that the band violated a teenage girl with a live shark. And apparently it wasn't a shark. It was a red snapper. Oh. <laughs> Great. Because, you know, a shark, that would be kind of crazy, right? But a red snapper's okay. <laughs> Apparently, it wasn't some big ritualistic thing. It was in and out and with a laugh, and the girl wasn't sobbing. She was a willing participant. (laughs) I cannot imagine that. 
It's like snapper me up.
Hey, if you just tuned in, tonight's show on Slippin' of the Fray is Bad Boys of Rock. And the show is sponsored by Taboo Naughty, but nice show happening February 3 to 5 here in Vancouver. And we're going to be there. We can't wait to see the dungeon because we have a dungeon here. Maybe we can get some ideas for our dungeon. Yeah. With any luck. Maybe we can take some promo photos inside of it. Mmm, that would be good. You and your underwear. <laughs> so out of all the things that are happening that weekend, Fingers, what is one thing that you are looking forward to seeing? The licensed floor room. <laughs> okay, and then everything else will just be cream on the top? Well, what was the lube wrestling or something? Lube wrestling. That should be interesting. That's I wonder if they're using good. silicone or oil. I don't know. We'll have to find out. <laughs> Now, one of the sponsors is MyFreeCams.com, and it's pretty sexy. And of course, because I have to research for the show, I had to go on the site. And I did. And there are lots of girls, all different shapes, sizes, races, whatever you want on there, you can chat to and get your freak on with. So there was tons of nudity. And so I guess what happens is tipping them, you get to see more. But honestly, some of the stuff that I saw on there, if I you could totally get off like just by watching what they're doing already yeah. some chick had a dildo she was had had it like in her pussy and up her ass and she was playing with her tits and the other chick was sucking on a dildo and then there was two girls together making out and sucking on each other's tits like there was tons of nudity and I, I thought there's there's also girls just sitting there with a, a dress on or whatever and actually the hottest one just, I know you're going to interject but the one that I clicked on there was a girl sitting at a desk she had no underwear on mm-hmm. and it was oh, just like under and it was an under an upskirt shot a lot of these dildos and stuff that they stick in there i think they're called oh my bods or, oh my bods I'm not sure how to pronounce that oh, okay but this when you hit the tip it makes a sound and the thing censors it and it starts vibrating so you ping ping oh that's how those work oh, okay <laughs> One thing that I want to check out is the Hollow Girls booth. It's virtual reality sex. And apparently it's the wave of the future. And we were talking to Kevin Blackburn about that um, a little bit on the last show. Yeah, when I heard about that, I got pretty excited. I did too, and I went to their site. And what you do is, I guess, on the site, um, there's goggles that you get. And then you can watch these these movies. And it's just like having, you know, sex going all, all around you. Or is it actually someone having sex with you? I don't know. Is it? I'm hoping so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. I think that it's just, it's all, it's simulation. (laughs) But I think just to be like, because I've I've had those glasses on before and it's pretty realistic, right? So just to be able to, like an inch away, you're looking at these people doing (laughs) shit. I think that's hot enough. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, hmm, what's happening in the corner over there? (laughs) 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 so we are totally pumped about the show now i also wanted to give a huge shout out to our on-demand site now so if you've missed a show and not just slip into the fray any of the shows that's on pacific northwest radio just go to our main page which is pacificnorthwestradio.com and on the top right corner click on demand it's that easy you can go through and pick any show that you want to listen to and um you know, I know people are already writing in and saying that they're really excited because sometimes you can't be in front of a computer or you don't have access to our show, so you can get us anytime. And Pacific Northwest Radio Style, it's the best on-demand system available. Absolutely. Oh, my God, you have to check it out just to see it. It's crazy. It's so good. Oh, my God. 
I'm going to go to Canadian Tire, and you know those things that you roll under, mechanics take underneath cars, those roller things? Yeah. They're called creepers. Creepers? I'm going to take one of those to the virtual <laughs> porn place. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, you're just going to creep in. Maybe I can roll you in on it. Have a look at the undercarriage. <laughs> That's a good idea. Oh, my God. Now, just going back to the on-demand for a quick second, too. So I started um, my series called Layla, and the first show is called On the Train. And so now you can listen to that program over and over and over again. And I think you can probably get a couple pulls out of that because it's pretty hot. <laughs> Yeah. The story of Layla, the continuing story. So anyways, the edition will continue. Um, the madness will continue in the next few weeks, so stay tuned for that. Now, guess what time it is, Fingers? I know. It's quiz time. So what type of bad boy makes you quiver? So go to our, our Facebook page and you can play along with us. What type of bad boy makes you quiver? So they're charming, captivating, and all around hot. Which beloved bad boy would drive you to passion? So we are going to play right now. So get on there, everybody. Now, the circus is in town. Which do you prefer about the big top? The tightrope walker, balloon twister, sideshow, animal tamer, mime, or circus train? And I don't know, you're probably not going to play any of these tonight because it's bad boy. Yeah, I'm taking the night off. <laughs> okay, you take the night off. So I'm going to say animal trainer. <laughs> now, the pick the reality show title that is most real to you. So I'll just, uh, Fear Factor. I don't know if you guys know that show or not. So Fear Factor, The Apprentice, Cutthroat Kitchen, Vanderpump Rules, The Amazing Race, or The Bachelor. And because I like crazy, Fear Factor... Okay, so what's your game? Hot Wheels, Slinky, Sorry, Ant Farm, Chess with Timer, Bouncing Ball, or none of these. Now, I'm not really a game person, but I think I'm going to say Sorry. <laughs> now, you're at a party and a brawl breaks out. Now, you'd prefer your guy to fight or to take flight. You know what? I think it's pretty hot when a guy has a little... You know, not maybe punching somebody in the head, but just, you know, he's, he's there, he's going to support you, and he's going to show the other guy that, hey, back away from my girl. How does your love garden grow? So a cactus garden, climbing vines, natural rose, the Venus flytrap, tumbleweed, or dandelion? They're talking about pubic hair. <laughs> well... Love Garden Grow. So, there, you know, I'm looking at this. There's nothing that would really, for me, because, you know, Venus there's no carpet trap. down there. So I'm going to say the Venus flytrap. Because <laughs> it's just like, snap. <laughs> now, the most, most important item in the kitchen drawer. So a grill lighter, a whisk, the vegetable peeler, nutcracker, silver chopsticks, or a mini strainer. Weird. I know. I know. This is such a bizarre um, you know, these questions, but it'll be interesting at the end. So I'm going to say nutcracker. <laughs> yeah, the vegetable peeler maybe kind of <laughs> Now, which spud is your stud? A hot potato, provocative potato, tired taters, the potato power, the smart spud, or the peep, <laughs> or the perplexed potato. And I'm going to say the hot potato. You're a world-famous surgeon. What's your scalpel specialty? Transplant, cosmetic, obstetrician, dental, 
Neil Brain or an anesthesiologist. So I'm going to say cosmetic. Pick your potent poison. A martini, the Grateful Dead, wine spritzer, fine scotch, brandy, beer in van, or no thanks. Now, I'm not a drinker, but I know what scotch does to guys, and it makes them fucking crazy, so I'm going to pick scotch. (laughs) All right, so it says, learn more. Okay, so powerful, commanding, uber charming. He gets what he wants in business and in love by making the rules. If he's your quiver type, you may find his take charge personality swoon worthy. But don't let him bring you to your quaking knees too often. You have the force and the power to create balance or make your own rules. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So don't forget, play along with that because it's so much fun. So time flies when you're having fun. Oh my God, fingers. Yeah. Another fun, fun night with you. Now don't forget to get your tickets to Taboo Naughty But Nice Show coming up February 3 to 5. Buy your tickets at taboo.show.com And win tickets from us today. Don't forget, email me with your favorite bad boy to lyric underscore j at shaw.ca. You can find me on Twitter at lyric underscore head music. Listen to the music that I play, headmusic.com backslash listen. Don't forget to go to our Pacific Northwest radio page and check out all the other programming. Now, if you're looking for a bad boy, there are so many out there, and pick wisely. Go in with an open mind. More than likely, you're just going to live dangerously for a while with your James Bond, and that's okay. Just don't expect to change that bad boy. It's not going to happen. So, good night, fingers. We'll see everybody next week. Peace out.